Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast, where we champion mental health to live a joyful life and be happy now. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. Well, actually, a lot of topics are my favorite topics, but one of the many things that I'm very passionate about, which is curiosity over expectations. So I think a lot of times what happens in our lives and really where sadness comes from is actually it starts with expectations. So expectations listen lead to disappointment. So one of the ways that we can look at life is instead of looking at like having expectations is let's instead look at it through a filter of curiosity. So for example, this actually came out of relationships and through a thought process of, hey, why are these relationships not working for me? And so what was happening is, is I was creating an expectation of what that relationship would be, would be and even who that person was. And then upon reflection, I'd actually see that they weren't even that person that I created. And it was actually because I created that expectation that I stayed in that relationship longer. So I think that can be used in a number of different areas though, but it was actually through that that I learned it. So I have an expectation. Let's use volleyball, for example. I have an expectation that I'm going to play this well on this day because volleyball is something I'm passionate about. But a lot of times sports, what will happen is is when you create an expectation for yourself, like I'm going to play this well, I'm going to beat this person, or it's actually maybe you're playing somebody a little bit lower level is what I've seen. I have an expectation that I should be beating them by a lot more. And then that actually leads to disappointment and frustration. And so what happens is, is if I have create that expectation for myself, so I need to play this well, or I need to beat them by this much, that actually leads to disappointment. So what happens is instead, if I reframe that, hey, I'm curious to see how I'm going to play. You know, I always use the statement, I'm a joyful volleyball player so that I make sure to frame and speak into existence what I am and what I want to be and visualize that. But it's also, let's look at it through a lens of curiosity. Like I'm curious to see how I'm going to play for a new relationship. Don't create an expectation like, oh, oh no, I'm going to be married to this person in, in two months. That's create an expectation that they're going to be that. Instead, let's say, hey, I'm curious to see uh, who this person is and if they're a right, great fit for me. I'm curious to see what I like about them, what I don't. Because I think in each and every relationship, we're getting closer to whoever that future person is. So that's a, a beautiful filter to be able to look at that through. Or expectations, like if you're in sales or in business, you have an expectation that you're going to you know, that your client is going to do this for you or that your employee is going to do this for you. Yes, you can have expectations in terms of standards, but what happens is if you create expectations that are in a box, then that is what can lead to disappointment. So that kind of leads me into the difference between expectations and expectant. So expectations are putting things into a box. So I need to win this game 24 to 14 because I'm a better volleyball player than them. That is an expectation. That is a very specific, tangible, I need to do this. Or my significant other needs to um, do the dishes or whatever. It creates a very specific uh, expectation where instead of saying I'm expectant, which is I I am believing that good things are going to happen. I believe that I'm going to play well so that I can, um, so that I can unveil that highest self where instead of expectations is such in a box. So like 
within the curiosity filter, I think that we can reframe expectations to be expectant for good things to happen, to be expectant of what will come. But I think that also leads into giving space um, and belief that, that, that fit, that things will come to pass. So expectations just feels very in a box where expectant gives space for God to be able to move. And then to have that curiosity where I'm saying, Hey, I'm curious to see what life will look like. If you have an expectation, like I think this happens a lot in females at a certain age, I have an expectation that I'm going to be married at this point in life. And if I'm not, then what happens is, is that leads to disappointment, which leads to sadness, anxiety, stress, those things, where instead if you're expectant, hey, I'm really expectant for whoever my future person is, for marriage, for kids, for family, for whatever that is, but I don't know exactly when that is. So we actually relinquish some control. Expectations is very like holding it tight, white knuckling it, where expectant is believing for the future, trusting for the future, and creating some expectation in the realm of having that space to have things move. Because if we just go through life with no belief for the future and just kind of belief in the wind, that's also not the way to do it. And that's one of the interesting things about life, right? You can't have expectations, white knuckle. This is exactly how life is going to be or else I'm not happy. You also can't be, hey, whatever happens, happens. And I just kind of go with the flow. It's that ebb and flow in the middle of that given the certain circumstances. So I think in every situation, if we can reframe an expectation to be curious and expectant for what will happen, then the world would be a better place. I hope this helps today. Again, Daniel Hack with the Gratitude Podcast. Uh, we champion mental health for you to live a joyful life and be happy now. Post in the comments below. We'd love to hear any questions you have, any experiences, or even any stories of how you've utilized this curiosity through expectancy over expectations.